Tip today with Fran Curry, Imro Radio Award Gold winner. In association with slatterysgarage.ie. Good morning. Welcome along to Tip Today. 1800-938-007. That's our free phone number and I won't uh, cost you anything to make a call. Emma is looking after the programme today. Coming up on this morning's show, we'll be speaking to Johnny Luby in just uh, a little while. Uh, concerns around the spate of assaults, intimidation and crime. Irish dancing teachers and judges accused of fixing competitions. We'll be speaking to an Irish dance uh, teacher about that. Codeine addiction. This is something that occurred on the programme during the week. We were chatting about this and we'll be speaking to a gentleman who's a regular contributor to the programme and that's Paul McCarthy and here's some interesting insight into our addiction uh, to codeine. Our Friday panel will unpack the big topics of the week. So all of that and much, much more on the way. You can text and WhatsApp 083 311 You can email tip today at tipfm.com. Let's have a look at uh, the headlines, the Irish Daily Mail, the shocking texts that have rocked Irish dancing. Uh, up to a dozen Irish dance teachers and judges colluded to fix the All-Ireland Finals according to scores of uh, explosive text messages obtained by the Daily Mail. But I say, as I say, this story is right across uh, the newspapers today. The Irish Indo, they're leading with uh, the headline Young Children Among Victims of Dance Fix Scandal. Also on the Indo today, doctors, dentists, uh, solicitors and accountants are among multiple uh, professions left out of the government's new energy subsidy scheme. Also, I was interested to read on one of the newspapers today as well that our churches uh, could well be very cold places to go this uh, winter and it's something we'll pick up on on the programme on Monday as well. The Irish Examiner, a widow joins a vigil for feud victim, the injured wife a feud victim. Thomas Dooley left hospital last night to attend an emotional vigil for her husband outside their family home. Uh, also on the Examiner today, US President Joe Biden is pardoning uh, thousands of Americans convicted of simple possession of cannabis under federal law as his administration takes a dramatic step towards decriminalising the drug. The Irish Times, a government considering eviction ban until the end of next March. The government considering that winter ban on evictions that could be in place until the end of March under plans being examined by the government to deal with the cost of living crisis. Also, the mood music certainly has changed because we're reading on the Times today that the Taoiseach Michal Martin has said that he accepts the UK's good faith in efforts to find a resolution to the Northern Ireland Protocol, signalling a growing optimism that an agreement can be reached between the EU and the UK on the issue. And of course, coverage right across the newspapers today of that great tragedy in Thailand, 38 uh, killed in an attack on a Thai child care centre and, uh, and the photographs are just absolutely harrowing uh, right across the newspapers uh, today. Anyway, if you want to comment on any of that, we'd love to hear from you. 083 311 Johnny Luby joins me. Good morning to you, Johnny. Good morning, Frank. How are you? Go on, make us, all, make us all jealous, Johnny. Where are you today? <laughs> 
find uh, I'm in a place called uh, Elvore. Elvore in Portugal. Yeah. Uh, Portugal how the other Portugal. half lives, Johnny? Uh, well, I had to go and see it. You see, there's nothing in Ireland. We doom and gloom every day of the week, <laughs> isn't that it? Uh, look, there's a friend of mine, he's 60 years of age, and uh, with that commentary I'd done between Clare and Ballangarry, he just said to the lads, and if I know that fellow well. So they wouldn't believe it. So he rang and he said, I want you out here. <laughs> so out we went, Brian, and uh, look, because uh, it's absolutely fantastic. Friends. I'm talking to you now, it's 25 degrees. Ah, uh, stop. I mean, stop. Yeah, the sun is, is uh, out for the day. It'll probably reach 30. Oh, Lord. But uh, it's a fact, look, it's one of the only places I go to. And of course, uh, the flights out are cheap. Mm. You know, yeah. they are cheap. Like, it's Did cheap you fly, fly from Cork, Johnny? Did you? Yeah. It's a beautiful airport for yeah. to fly from. Yeah. You know, there's no uh, uh, queues of people and traffic and everything else. You're just dropped at the door and you're going in. Five minutes later, you're out at the other side and mm. ready to jet off. Ready to rock, I can tell you. Isn't ready it? to yeah. rock is right, yeah. Isn't it brilliant, too? That's right, yeah, friend. And of course, whilst I am only here for a couple of days, but uh, uh, last weekend, of course, on the GA scene, what a weekend. You know, it started with the uh, search the county board draw on Friday night, which I didn't come out of. But definitely people listen to Dip FM because I did say that my wife, Catherine, I better give her a full title. Uh, she was going to the Willoughby's in uh, Tullus Cathedral. Oh, very good. Now, the the place was absolutely rocking seemingly down there, but she didn't know that I was blowing the county bear at the county board draw. <laughs> but I did say, uh, my missus, I said, is going to the Willoughby's tonight. I said, and she's on the sticks, which is the crutches, and she needs to sit on the outside. But, you know, soon I went into the cathedral, and this man waved her up, and he says, come over, you're Mrs. Luby. And she says, how do you know me? How do you know me? And your man said, uh, I heard him saying it this morning on the radio that you're going to the Willoughby's and that you would have the crutches with you and that you need an outside seat. <laughs> so she turned it off, and she doesn't even listen to you. Uh, I know. She listens to Tip FM 24-7, except when I'm on. <laughs> I can understand <laughs> that, Johnny. I can understand so, uh, Yeah, look, she had a great night there. Seemingly, they're fantastic, and their dad oh, was there brilliant. as well. I think he used to play music. He did. He did indeed. Yeah. Yeah. God. And uh, of course, the county bear was rocking as well, but with Timmy Flight couldn't even do the decent thing and pull us out for something. But uh, like then on Saturday, I went to see my beloved Golden Kilfeekle against Mullinahone in the county intermediate football semi final. We got beaten by the Mullinahone lads. I just thought that we played too much possession football, but seemingly that's the way Gaelic football has gone. And as a result of that, we didn't get into the county final. The best of luck to Mullinahone and now play Bellina in the county final. We left there, friend, and we had a terrible quick drink below in Dermody's pub in Littleton. And uh, from there, then to Dundrum to see uh, Canolty Ross Moore playing under 15 hurling B West final against uh, Sean Tracy's. And look, my young or my grandson was captain of the team, and when he played, oh, he played fine. But uh, he gave a great bloody speech, and uh, after the game, thanked the officials, Philly Ryan, and all his entourage, and uh, that. But uh, it was his final few words of where he asked to remember uh, Dylan Quirk who died uh, during the year. He said, not alone captain of the senior team, but our captain on the first team, uh, the senior team, and uh, said Dylan would have himself played uh, uh, with plenty of skill, but determination and a good attitude to the game of hurling. And so the way he spoke, I was absolutely 
proud of him, you know, that kind of way. Yeah. And that, but then in Golden, we had the county semi finals of the senior football where we had Mile Rovers who led us half time against Spain Commercials who won it eventually, I think, 18 points to uh, nine. But the second semi final final last weekend, you weren't done, but I said to Alison, I got rid of Skane Rinky. Uh, I'm now following uh, Upper Church Dunbayan. They're having a wonderful season. They're now in the county final of the senior football against Clamwell Commercials and they'll give them talks of it because they have the right attitude up there on the hills of uh, Upper Church Dunbayan. And uh, they're in the final now and they're also in a county semi-final tomorrow against or Sunday against uh, Kilroan McDonald's while the other semi-final is possibly um, Many people would think the county final as such, but they reckon without uh, Upper Trust Drum Band or Kilwan McDonald's, where you have um, Drum and Inch taking on the might of Kildangan. And that, look, both games, uh, to me, there's, uh, anything can happen in both games. Mm. And look, if Upper Trust get into, Upper Trust Drum Band get into the county final final, it's like Lockmore Casalini last year getting into the county final double holding in football. is absolutely tremendous for them. Brilliant. Absolutely. But uh, as a boss friend, just to finish on it, like we have uh, Pears and uh, Neds and Drumbane, and we're John Neds and Drumbane, and we have uh, Canans across the road and all of our Rhine. Then Mary the Peelos, which I wasn't in for a long, long, long time. And of course, that wonderful umpire that owns Jim the Mills, friend, he's one of the great umpires uh, uh, I've ever seen. Uh, because uh, when Clonorty Ross more or less, you were playing a county junior B final, the referee was Johnny Butler, and uh, he was throwing the ball at the stick and here's uh, Jim of the Mills and he's talking to me on the sideline <laughs> when he should have been, been blown beside the goal oh, and this ball came in and I shouted it. I said to Jim you can go over quick I said and wave it wide I said it's the easiest thing to do but uh, look Frank yeah, Breed the Fitzgibbon uh, we, we were up in uh, Ballyporeen yesterday for an outside broadcast and we were talking GAA and we were talking about the local clubs but Breed said anyway that I was to give out to you today and say all sorts of stuff to, to you about the, uh, the golden um, the, the the loss there and stuff she was crowing a little bit I have to say now Ah yeah but friend look in all honesty with golden kill people playing Skane Rinky who last year got into a Munster Junior A final and this year they're in a county intermediate quarter final they yeah. certainly have made a huge progress but naturally I mean I'd be bad out of golden if I if I didn't say the best love look to golden kill people in that county intermediate quarter final and of course Knockavilla Kickhams who play uh, nice. drum and inches second team uh, in a county uh, quarter final as well and intermediate maybe I'm shouting for up the west but so be it we need a, a, a couple of teams to come through in West Tipperary and of course Fran York Club and a county mm. rogue they're in a, in a county relegation mm. battle final uh, against Temple Derry Kenyans so as Curry Henley said to me in Tip Town we always train for the relegation battle he says we don't train to win, to win at all at all but look tis not, they're all mouth-watering clashes over the weekend in the game of hurling and football and of course we can't forget the ladies of uh, Feddert who won a county uh, senior football ladies title against the famed Brian Barrows. I think they were beaten for the third time uh, third year running in a county final commiserations to them but look it's brilliant to see Feddert uh, winning the county ladies and of course Golden Kilpeetle themselves started up ladies football uh, last year and they won a county title as well uh, in New England on Sunday last. so uh, it's all system going West Tipperary and maybe South yeah, Tipperary at the yeah. moment. T- tell me about, uh, Carl Barrett brought a jersey over to Elvore there somewhere, did he? That's right, yeah. yeah tell me about that, 
yeah. Uh, Kyle uh, uh, brought over a signed uh, Tipperary jersey uh, and it's up in the Limerick pub now owned by O'Grady's but it was Pat Hickey's uh, here in Alvor and it's framed uh, of course they're into all these county jerseys and for a good few years I'd missed uh, the Tipperary jersey there and lo and behold when we went in there the other night we see the Tipperary jersey and the first name I looked for signed was uh, Dylan Quirk the Lord uh-huh. of Mercy and Franto signed down in the corner Dylan Quirk uh-huh. and uh, all the other uh, 25 or 30 members of the extended panel with the coaches Colin Bonner and all of those so fair play to Colin Bonner for keeping the or, or to, for Carl Barrett for keeping the uh, the blue and gold of Tipperary uh, five serve on the front of it so it's an up to date jersey and that so lovely uh, touch it's, yeah. it, it's grand isn't it a lovely touch like yeah. you wouldn't see it inside you know absolutely have but, you uh, been in Cahill's um, uh, coffee shop in Cashel yet I have yeah have you Cashel, yeah. they got to have yeah because spot, I was yeah. looking for himself I always like to see the governor you know <laughs> uh, and that but uh, I missed him that morning but uh, it is a, a grand place here on the main place, street yeah. Absolutely Cashel, yeah. Yeah. somebody says here that uh, Johnny should apply for Portuguese citizenship <laughs> at, at the state is there any hope of that Johnny <laughs> <laughs> No, no, Frank. But uh, I, I'm lucky that uh, a friend, a great friend of mine, Lord Melson, used to say, we know big people too. <laughs> so it, 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 it's grand to get, it, it, Frank, it's lovely to get over, you know. Yeah. I mean, yesterday now we're in a small bit of a hurry and I got uh, uh, a basket of chips with cheese melted on wow. it. And another fellow for throwing water at me here from the pool when I'm drinking <laughs> super buckets. What time? A quarter past nine in the morning. <laughs> but uh, look, friend, uh, and it's very hard to go after the cigarettes out here. I mean, like a five or a bloody packet. Is that what it is? My God. As it is, you know, we're at home of 1580. You know, it is rip off the, the bloody smoking man the whole time. And of course, friend, we'd like to uh, 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 say that we're all very sorry to hear of the shop closing down in Clareham. You know, I suppose with electricity and I prices know. and insurance yeah. and the whole lot. I mean, and the employment they were giving there. I think and a was, fabulous it, shop as well. Really it was, terrific and, shop. Yeah, yeah and, and, and lovely uh, uh, people inside Staff, the counters, yeah. employees and all of that. They were top class, you know. And to see a lovely village like Clareham now with no shop. You know, it, it, it it's most disappointing for ourselves when we'll be going to Clamella across by Rose Green and well, down. You well, know. it's an indication how difficult it is to maintain business, Johnny, you know. Every, everything's a guinea, as they say. That's right, Jeff, and it's next to me on impossible. You know, what they are really is a lot of them clauses that, that uh, pass... Uh, everything else but they are as glorified tax collectors you know I mean like nobody seems to care about them and that there should be a huge incentive there for them uh, especially in these tough times I mean that everything has gone to the roof friend. you yeah. know it's just gone to the roof and it's hard for them to survive well all the small uh, areas we we need a shop in a, in a village you know I mean you need it don't you yes and it's the lifeblood of uh, mm-hmm. a lot of, yeah. of all the villages, you know. And that when I see our own shop in Golden, there, uh, Anthony Casey, is the man that's running the show, you know, a fantastic shop. And God forbid that it would close down, or the yeah. post office, or the butchers. A listener says, trade. Johnny, 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 you forgot the Mullinahone ladies winning the intermediate, uh, the ladies in uh, their first year up. Ah, so yeah. there you go. <laughs> you forgot it again, you see. <laughs> You see, I, I, I'm only doing it from memory of last weekend, and thanks to God, I still have a good memory. You know, there was, uh, friend, there, when, I, when I think of Mullinahone, you know, uh, I think I told the story a good few years ago. There was a, a woman that died there. I think this is Mull Hubbard was her name, you know, and I, I thought she was a fantastic woman when I see on the Nationalist on the stair that uh, her, bit, her obituary photo was down, and she's about 16 of them. And some fellow rang me from Mullinahone looking for greyhound pups, and I just said to him in talk, and I said, and Mrs. Mull Holland, and I said, she died. Uh, 
I said, she must have been a wonderful woman. Johnny, he said, she was a proper bee if ever there was one. He said, I can tell you about her now. He said, uh, during the parties, he said, when the uh, farmers had no uh, tractors or anything else, all that this farmer had her husband uh, had was a, a, an essen plough. And he was ploughing anyway. He looked under his pea cap and he said, God above tonight, he said, she's coming again. She was coming with a flask of tea and she sat down on a stone and she get poured out the tea and she started giving out to John. And the next thing was, the yes, acted up and listening to her. He lifted his back legs, kicked her in the head and knocked her out stone dead. And that night there was a big uh, wake in Mullinahoe where every man, woman and child went to the uh, funeral and uh, they all sympathised with him and they said she was a great woman, that she was in the IRA, the ICMSA, the GA, the A, the NFA, the ICMSA, the whole lot and he just nodded his head and agreed with them all. And this fella came up and he asked him, is there any chance he said you'd sell the F? <laughs> 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 Promising a visit to Mullinahone now, Johnny, as long as we've been talking, so you have to make your yeah, way there. I did find, I, yeah, I, I did got down there. It was the very first pub I visited during, or after lockdown. I was mm. going to say during lockdown. Uh, definitely didn't open during lockdown. But after lockdown, we headed for Mullinahone and back to the Tatch and Cooney and a uh, wonderful neck of the woods down there. But uh, I suppose, friend, uh, when I see yesterday, Jesus Christ, you ever hear of a thing called Piss Miles? Well, we used to call them when we were young Piss Miles. Piss Miles, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. What, what are they again? Are they... Um um, I tell you what, I don't know what they are, but something, they would give you some sting for the bloody size of them. And as I'm talking to you now, they're coming up along my toes here. But anyway, that's neither here nor there. Uh, friend, uh, yeah, the, the, uh, I was just looking at the uh, television last night where some young men switched over in the uh, pub. And uh, they said that, uh, uh, that Mick Wallace and Claire Daly yes. had voted against the Ukraine or against Russia invading the Ukraine. Yes, they, well, they refused to vote, I think. Uh, my understanding is they refused to vote against it, the Russian invasion. Was that it? Something like that. That's yeah. it, yeah. yeah. But isn't that an absolute scandal, friend? Right. I personally think it's an absolute scandal. I know it because they're not representing the people. I mean, I give Mick Wallace a vote. Yeah. So he's not representing me. I mean, like, that's his own, uh, his own way of going. Mm. But Mick Wallace and Claire Daly, they seem to be anti-everything, you know. But, I mean, like, I did grab the headlines on the on the, uh, uh, on the television. Yeah, well, I mean, you know, they're very strong in their beliefs. And they, you know, I mean, that's that's oh, democracy for you. They can stand up yeah, and say... Yeah, yeah. those fellas I haven't, I haven't come in just time, time for. But any of well, why did you vote world, for him in the first place, then? I would try giving number eight. <laughs> <laughs> the way you were talking, I thought you'd give him a number one or something. <laughs> no, 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 no. So no, he won't be even no. getting your number eight next time round, is that it? No, 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 no. <laughs> I see, friend, where the iodine tablets, they're making their way back again. Are they? Well, they'd want yeah, to, yeah. I'd say, with the way things are going. Yeah. Yeah, they're making their way back again. Now, the last time we had him, we had him for three or four years. <laughs> and didn't I take him out of the thing and put him into the uh, uh, the washing machine tablets? Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> what happened with that? I don't know. My missus didn't even notice anyway. She hung the clothes out uh, out to dry and with the iodine tablets and a couple of uh, them uh, washing up powder tablets and that thing. But uh, look, it's going to come back again. Yeah. And uh, I suppose, friend, the best of luck to Tony Lowry, who retires next... Uh, uh, very best of luck to him, yeah. 
Yeah, Great you'll pub. have to get in there. And uh, what else have we? The uh, oh yeah, my man and uh, old friend the hospice morning. I said it to Alison. Uh, sincere thanks to you. We raised uh, nineteen hundred and one euro. Ah, brilliant! In the space brilliant. of two hours, brought it down to the girl in the hospice centre in Clanmel, and lo and behold, uh, I'd say two days later, the receipt arrived on uh, thanking uh, the people of Golden Kilsegal and surrounding areas ah, for their uh, uh, tremendous contribution, which was absolutely fantastic. Well, well done uh, indeed. You're very impressed well, with our best of tip awards, I know, Johnny. That's going extremely well at the moment. People can vote for the shortlist now at this point, so it's going great. Did anyone vote for me? No. No, nobody voted for you, Johnny. I thought you might get in there somewhere, but no, it didn't happen. <laughs> and, uh, Somebody's yeah, saying you must have free travel all over the world. <laughs> yeah, well, of course, when you come to, when you come to 68 years of age, they're meant to get you out of Ireland. <laughs> that's, in my book, that's how Mick Wallace and Claire Daly got to Europe. They want to get him out of the bloody <laughs> dial above. But anyway, that's my opinion. Uh, Brian, I want to say hello to a guy called uh, Chris Tilly. Say hello to Chris. Hello, Chris. How was Chris? Tell me about uh, Chris. Chris uh, well, Chris worked for Mammy, the Queen. Oh, okay. Yeah, so he's a, a top-class uh, uh, man. Uh, naturally, when he when he was uh, employed... Uh, well, this is one of your posh friends you were telling me about. Oh, this is yes. one of my yeah, friends. Yeah, we yeah. know big people, too. And a guy called Trevor, he was actually croaking for us last night. And uh, uh, I wanted to give him a hand. Okay. And he had heard about my escapades and all that thing with the deep fat fryer. He wouldn't let me go near, go near the thing last night, but we had a, he summed it up a lovely meal, friend. And uh, it was a uh, uh, beef stew or something, but uh, he mixed it up with a bottle, a half bottle of port and a half bottle of wine. Wow, that's my kind of a cook. Yeah, yeah friend, we were all scuttled. I know. Any bit of a, dr- a drink, yeah. I walked into the bloody. Uh, uh, I, I only fell into the bed after it, but uh, yeah. And Claire, of course, in the Leinster House, she has the the uh, black and white uh, flag flying for famed Killer One McDonald's this week uh, uh, when they play Upper Church Drum Band. So, friend, Ireland is very good because somebody was on to us to say, what about Killer One under thirteen who won the A and D That's county right, final yeah, last friend. Sunday as well? Uh, look, I said it last weekend. A marvelous achievement for a small parish like Killer One McDonald's to have the guts of. 40 players under 13 uh, getting into a county final at that stage which it was last Friday and mm. lo and behold they came out and won both finals and of course then friend the game of the year in under 17 hurling which is really minor hurling Golden Kilfield were beaten last uh, Saturday or Sunday evening by uh, Mike Archie Burris who are now in the final against Holy Cross who defeated Nene Rogue. it promises to be a wonderful final friend and if you ask me I don't think your former parish is going to win that particular yeah, game I think, I think so. Holy Cross they call are exceptional. Uh, friend, you'll have to do, do me one favour before one. I get back. You'll have to yeah. call in to say thanks to Tony and Maeve Lowry and that someday during the week because uh, it's a big uh, uh, undertaking for them to be uh, leaving the establishment Lowry's in Tipperary Town. I mean, they have been wonderful ambassadors for everybody, uh, all sports people of all kind, farmers, you name it, everybody we used to win to uh, Tony's uh, there maybe yeah. once a month. Or Great supporters of live music as well. Johnny over the years you know so it was great that's right yeah yeah, yeah friend everything I, and anything sir. I must let you go Johnny and uh, enjoy the delights of Alvor for the next uh, one
spot near Creek. I'm running dry. <laughs> Good luck, Johnny. Good luck. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. That's a great Johnny Luby out in Alvor by special request. And I passed the Forpenny Road this morning. It was looking kind of damp. So, um, yeah, he's doing well to be out there. In What did he say? 25 degrees or something like that. 1800 Tip today with Fran Curry. With Slattery's Garage, puck on. You can't beat experience. With over 50 years maintaining Peugeot cars and vans, we like to call ourselves the experts. Call Slattery's Garage for a free vehicle health check today. 067 24111 or slatterysgarage.ie.